0: A special crossover edition of the Goodman and Hummel crossover. and the DTF podcast. We uh we have all of the talent here. We don't have Robbie Hummel. No one needs Robbie Hummel. But we don't God. have John Fanta. John Fanta ditched us. He's over there yelling about Costco steaks or something like that. But my name is Rob Doster. I'm here. I got Jeff Goodman. I got Terrence Oglesby. As you can see in the background, we are live at the Adidas Three SSB. I don't know what that means, but it's the Adidas Championship Three
1: Stripes.
2: Three Stripes. Something.
0: Three Stripes. Summer basketball.
1: That might be it. Or they exactly. could have done circuit and then spelled it with an S because they're cooler than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it a Clemson
0: education coming be. out right there. Right there. right there. But Got to make know,
1: it make sense. It, we're, we're live in uh, Rock Hill,
0: South Carolina. We're obviously watching games. You can see them going on in the background. You hear a lot, a lot of noise going on right now. That's what's happening uh, where we are. Um, we're going to be joined by Reese Shepard and uh, Gabe Cups here in a little bit Kentucky commit and an Indiana commit. Uh, we're going to be talking quite a bit about summer basketball, what we've seen at this event. Uh, what we've liked, what Jeff Goodman didn't like, which is a long, long list. Uh, but before we do that, we have not talked about conference or alignment on either of these pods. It sucks. I hate it. It's frustrating. I wish we didn't have to. Do we have to do this? It. Right. Do yeah, we have we need to? to. We need to because we need people want to know how, how this is going to impact college basketball.
1: Well, I, I don't mean... want to talk
0: about where where leagues are going. I don't care where schools are going. I want to know what you guys think is going to happen to college basketball. The only thing I care about, honestly,
2: the only thing I care about ultimately is that the tournament doesn't change. So, Greg Sankey, listen to that because, and here's something I'll tell you guys, okay? I haven't told, I haven't said this to anybody yet. Greg Sankey, who runs the Transformation Committee and is now the SEC Commissioner, spoke to the D1 Council a few weeks ago. And a couple people at the D1 Council called me and said, you know, Sankey kind of made it look like and, and talked down to us a little bit and made it look like the NCAA tournament may not look like the NCAA tournament in a couple of years, meaning that the little guys might not be involved in Now, I called a couple more guys on the committee and they said, no, I think they heard it wrong. But all I'm saying is don't be surprised if there's a push. From and Greg Sankey and some of the big boys to not include the same the world. And that would that be awful. awful. That would that be, be the, the worst, worst thing, thing to meet for college basketball. basketball. I don't care. Listen, Listen, UCLA can go to whatever conference they want in USC, and I'm a Pac-12 guy. Obviously, I went to Arizona. They can go to whatever conference they want. There's ultimately going to be two, three mega conferences. We know that. Just don't F with the NCAA tournament, period.
0: The, the problem is that... The guys that make these decisions are not making these decisions based on what's best for the sport. The reason people love college football is because of these little regional rivalries and because of the oddities and the quirks and teams like Boise State coming out of nowhere with those trick plays to beat Oklahoma in a fucking bowl game, right? They love it because Colorado State and Wyoming play for some random trophy that they have every year. And there's a thousand of those little random rivalries. The reason people love college basketball is these stories
1: whether it's
0: being undefeated, whether it's St. Peter's making it to the Elite Eight. If you go back and look at the the most viewed college basketball games last year, St. Peter's was two of the top three, their Sweet 16 game and their Elite Eight game. People care. Problem is, guys making these decisions are suits at conferences and suits that work at these schools that say, hey, we can increase our revenue in the athletic department by X percent by doing this. They they don't care what's good for the sport. They care about their bottom
1: line. No, there's something to be said for that, but it gets to a point, guys. The numbers that they're throwing out—I mean, you talk about Big Ten adding UCLA and USC—and it's going to add 150 million dollars to the deal. Right. If you're talking those kind of figures, it's almost irresponsible not to listen. It's almost irresponsible not to take part. But at the same time, I, to go along with what you say, Jeff, that's something that I—I I really hope that the NCAA and this new whatever this group is going to be—and I—I don't have all the news like you, obviously. But I hope they can come together and make a decision. Maybe football is its own entity, all in of itself. Keep the college football. Fucked it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one silver lining to all this
2: is Mark Emmert will be gone soon. So maybe we have a chance here. Maybe we have a chance. You know, probably not. Because my guess is all the presidents will take care of somebody else you know, and, and put them in that spot that they can control. And, well, this is
1: something that's been happening. Well, anyway, You remember Bob Huggins bringing it up a few years ago, or I think it was last year. He said, well, we're the people bringing all the people in. Have you ever been to some of these little major games? Nobody's going. And, look, I understand the, the rhetoric behind that. I understand that, hey, you're there to put butts in the seats sometimes, but it still kind of ruins the ambiance of what is the NCAA tournament, which is one of the greatest sporting events we yeah. have in our country. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that, uh, and the excitement around it—the the underdog, all that. You, it, our country loves that kind of deal, and to take it's that a away, I think fan it would be a loves big it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. and the It'll difference. take away. It'll take away from what our sport the is.
2: Our sport is a, a niche sport for the most part until the tournament, and then you're bringing in everybody. Whether it's you know my mom. I don't know if your kids won't, aren't old enough yet, but but everybody just brings in everybody. It won't do that to me if you get rid of the Cinderella stories in those first round upsets. Yeah, we want to see the big boys like we did in the Final Four. but And again, maybe there, there's something where those guys aren't getting the same level of a share down the road, something like that. I, I mean, that's
0: going to be the biggest thing. I talked with one person here who said he thought what would happen is that eventually the NCAA tournament is going to break away. Right. they're going to pull it out. It's going to be all of the big boys. It's going to be like the top eight, nine, ten, however many conferences, and they're going to play just those teams in the the in whatever they call it. it's not going to be the NCAA tournament anymore. Okay. They're going to call it something else. And then what's going to happen is they're going to realize that they ruined it. They realize the, they, they they ruined all the stuff that gives it. But there'll show. be no no going back. All the stuff that people loved about it, they'll invite those D one AA whatever you want to phrase the other teams to have a seat at the table. They're going to get a smaller slice of the pot. And that's at the end of the day, I think that's what the people that are going to make this decision care about. Why should we be sharing the revenue with these schools that don't do all that much for all of us? Why are we giving them an equal share when we are these big powerhouse mega programs that have everybody paying attention? And you got all these small little schools, x amount of dollars are doing it. And they're just there because that's what props up their athletic department. You know what I mean? And what what look, are you most?
2: Okay. So with all this realignment now that, that that continues again, UCLA, USC going to Big Ten. What are you most kind of intrigued about for hoops? Like for me, it's probably where Gonzaga ends up. Do they go yeah. to the Big East for hoops? Again, football. Like I'm an Arizona guy. Like Arizona football sucks. I
1: wouldn't be mad at Arizona ending up in the Big Twelve. They you should. Look at some of the other times, other schools right. that are in there, that Makes turns sense. into a big time <laughs> basketball yeah. conference really quickly. And then basketball is the main thing in the Big Twelve. And one that I'm interested in is Duke. What does Duke do? Duke and Carolina. Yeah, Duke and yeah. Carolina. More so Duke though, because the football, football program is an afterthought. Right. But Duke is basketball. Do you do something with the Big East? Hey, I think hey, that would here, be interesting.
0: You know, what, you know what we need. That this, would be awesome. this is what we need. This is what we need. Yeah. Gonzaga. Okay. Going to the Big East, Kansas saying "fuck football." Going to the Big East, I and mean, they already said Fuck Duke. Football. Duke said, Duke said they "Unless, unless, unless they play Texas, yeah, they unless they play small. Texas, unless they play Texas, that's, that's the only time." Duke says "fuck football" and goes to the Big East. Yep. Think about that conference. You would have four blue
2: bloods there. You'd I know. Kansas, I just don't know. You have You have Duke, and you'd have. Is Easton. the Big East going to? They may have no choice, but do they just say, "Why are we going to"? pair with anybody we don't need to as long as we're we're still playing people and we're included in the NCAA tournament why do we have to bring in anybody else that's football why do we have to change who we are and what we're about they don't right now
0: because that if you bring in do you bring in Kansas you bring in Gonzaga yeah you increase your footprint you bring in bigger brands more people are going to pay attention to it so when you sign that new deal you have more money coming in that's the reason why all these schools are leaving.
2: Because if UCLA leaves the Pac-12, because they're going to like double their revenue, but is over Kansas going to make more going to the Big East, or or even though they have a crappy football program, they're going to make more staying I mean, in a they Big, would 12 probably make in in the Big Twelve more Big in 12 Why do you think
0: UConn here, which has a football program that nobody should ever mention, it's a, it's a joke. Be careful, right? Be careful. It's That's a joke.
1: I got I got some, I got some friends in there. I got some friends. Here. New, new, new staff, here. new staff. It's
0: a, it's a joke that football program. It <laughs> should not exist, but. The reason why they keep begging everybody, everybody for a seat at the table is because of the money that football can bring in. That's what everybody wants.
1: That's you don't think Jim Moore will get it done at UConn?
0: I didn't even know Jim
2: Moore was the coach Jim Moore? at UConn. Jim Morris, the coach at UConn? He's the, he's
1: the head coach at UConn. Preston Pearson know. is the director of football I don't even know. Like, it's important. like Jim Moore, the former or, or his kid, NFL.
2: The old Jimora? Old Jimora? No, come on, Jim. The old Jim Morris, the head coach
1: at UConn. I'm, I'm, I'm now Are that we breaking, breaking news out here? myself. I'm going. I, I couldn't,
0: I couldn't I tell do you
2: not know this. You're Mister UConn.
0: Do you, th- do you think I've ever watched a UConn football game?
2: They were good for like. I a know year. one person that ever played football at UConn.
0: Dan Orlovsky. That's, That's it. it.
2: Oh yeah, Dan Olasky. That's it. Jim oh my goodness. What is up with that? Jim wow. Eldora. He's going to bring him back. back. T.O. We're calling it now. You, you, should
0: should tweet, tweet, you should tweet that back. out. I don't think you anybody might actually knows. Breaking news. I don't think anybody knows. Right. Hey,
2: how do you not know this? Hey, I, no, I no, it's, no, it's not. That's what? not the old Jim Mora. Jim El, That's the younger Jim Mora. The old Jim Mora is old, though. But you he's still. Break though. that news Playoffs? like. You, hey, that's hey, That Jim Mora
1: is the one here. here. That's Playoffs. not him. That's, uh, oh,
2: man, that's man. a
0: skit. Different Jim yeah. Yeah. T.O., you should break that news like you broke the uh, Clemson athletic director. I
1: didn't break that news. I didn't break that news. <laughs> <laughs> break that news. <laughs> All right, listen.
0: We, we uh, I don't want to talk about realignment anymore. I hate realignment.
2: I hate it. I don't ever want to talk about it again. I just want to get to three mega conferences because we're going to be there but, anyway. You know, just you know what, Let me this problem. Before,
0: right. before we do I want to wrap it up with this. Give me give me a percentage. Give me a number on what you – like the likelihood – of the NCAA tournament going the way that
2: Greg Sankey apparently wants it to go? I don't think it'll happen, but, but again, I think there's a lot of people at the high major level. You know, one person told me, one AD, high major AD said, listen, if we're the ones that are on the, on the hook here for some of these lawsuits and going to get hit money-wise, well, the little guys aren't. They're not going to get hit, so why are we giving them some money? Well, you, you're giving them some money because it's what makes the NCAA tournament The best event in all of
0: sports. It's an investment. What they got to realize is that you you share that money with them and it's an investment because you're going to get a bigger deal from the NCAA tournament because that's why people watch and people care about it. So you kick them a little bit and you're going to make more overall, even if it's a smaller percentage, but that's not the way they're going to view it. They're going to say we can get this deal. We can share all of it with just ourselves. We can kick out 200 schools that probably should be Division II schools if we're really being well, honest. The other about part it. is
2: so the other thing that I was told from that that meeting was they may bring up the act the, the requirements. This team is over here. Oh Jesus! Tim no. Miles is heckling us. Oh, He's heckling gosh. us in the middle of a. We're getting
0: show. we're getting heckled. We're getting heckled. It's because <laughs> Miles feels like he drove the ratings. <laughs> So that was Tim Miles, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Miles, making a cameo. So
2: one thing that that was said in that, in that meeting to the council members that they thought was maybe they'll bring up the requirements so high that schools won't be able to reach them. Therefore won't be eligible for division one. Therefore won't be eligible for the NCAA tournament. So almost, you know, again, just putting the pressure on them where they, they can't be can, included. Can I? I don't talk
1: about the Power of Six. There's enough schools to field 64 teams or 68 teams. There's enough schools. That's the that, that's the issue. You could still hypothetically, you could still have a tournament. It's just not going to have the same flavor as some of these big upsets. Well, no. I
0: know. Can I also say though, we really don't need 363 Division One teams. That keeps growing every year. We mark, add yeah, five Merck every Thomas. year. We don't need that many. I,
1: listen, listen, I sat, sat with, with
0: Grant Leonard, Leonard
2: here. Sat we with we Grant missed out on Leonard. Bellarmine. What? Not making the tournament. Queens Not. University, Not make University. Right. yeah. Welcome. You know, like, come on. What? Why are you? Why are you a hater of Queens University? I didn't realize they were in North Carolina until about two hours ago. they
1: dead center of Charlotte. You ought to see that. I didn't. I didn't realize. Brent I gave they, me good
2: dinner, they good dinner recommendations for tonight. Recommendations. So you don't want him? Uh, you don't want him? Oh, I, I do, one hundred percent. going to be in Division one. 100%. You guys need one hundred percent.
1: After Queens, campus. beautiful. It is. it is beautiful? Yeah, and it's Joker right. Went Winthrop of, last night a little bit. No, 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 no.
0: Don't don't guilt me for saying that. I don't think that we have too many by, by bringing up Queens right. University. I don't, I, don't, I, Queens, Queens I don't need to hear to about your campus. One.
2: I don't need to hear about your campus. To Queens, campus, T.O. Queens. Merrimack. Merrimack's, Merrimack's right around the corner from
0: the games, baby. Get out of here with your Merrimack. Listen. Uh, let's get to the interview with Reed Shepard, Gabe Cups. They were awesome. Gabe is going to Indiana. Reed is going to Kentucky. I think everybody's Reed Shepard is by now. They know he's athletic. Uh, and Dio also challenged him to a shooting contest. I
1: can get him if we stand still. We'll
0: see. We'll see if we can get that done. We'll do that interview right now.
2: All right. We're here in Rock Hill uh, for the Adidas tournament. And we've got two of the best in the country. Gabe Cups, headed to Indiana. Reed Shepard, headed to Kentucky. Uh, guys, how's it feel?
3: Good. I appreciate you having us on here.
2: It's good to be here. Good to be here. Two guys who I watched last summer as well down in, uh, where were we, Birmingham? Yes, Birmingham. I and I fell, I fell in love with you guys. I did. I fell in love with you guys, not just individually, but how you guys play as a team. Because you don't play, you don't play, play typical a U ball. And I don't, I don't know if that's taking shots today, U ball or not. It might be, but you guys move the basketball. You play as a team, and it's it's fun to watch. And I think it starts with the two of you just moving the basketball, playing the right way. Um, Reed, let's start with you a little bit here, and, and your decision about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, to go to Kentucky. You know, the pressure that was on you to go to Kentucky and and the offer when it came your way from Calipari. I think some people weren't sure whether it was going to come your way. What was that like?
4: Uh, uh, Yeah, you know, some people would say it took a while for that offer to come. Um, But, you know, when that offer, when I finally got that uh, offer, it wasn't like immediate, like I'm going to Kentucky. Um, I still wanted to go to all these other schools and visit and talk to the coaches and play out the whole recruiting process and not just forget about everything and go to Kentucky. Um, and then by the end of the, the recruiting process, when I knew it was time, the Kentucky part was like, you know, I'm from Kentucky. I live an hour from Kentucky. Um, and, you know, the coaches, it, they felt like home being at Kentucky. And, you know, uh, Coach Cal does a really good job of getting players where they need to go and uh, being successful after college.
0: How much was the dribble-drive offense and how much was fitting into what he wants to run part of the, the conversations that you had there? You know, I yeah. think people, you have the rep as a shooter, right? But you can do a little stuff off the balance, too. You got that in your locker.
4: Yeah, just being able to do everything, um, you know, he's that's what part of what he said was just uh, come in and just do what you do, and we're going to play you into the offense half. Uh, how we play our offense. And, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to is just getting down there and uh, doing whatever he tells me to do and trying to listen and be the best player I can be.
2: So what's it like playing with Gabe? I mean, a a true point guard guard in the the sense of the word, right? Just the guy who really – throwback to me that's what you are I mean even with the short shorts that you're wearing right now you are you are a throwback in, in, in the sense of the word what, what's oh, it like awesome. playing with
4: you know I think we first started playing together about like in eighth grade was the first time we ever played together we've always played against each other um, but being able to play with them you know he always brings uh, the most energy to the to the game and he's always a dog on the defensive end and, and uh, on the offensive end he knows how to get you open and he knows when to take his shots and when to scream and pass and cut, and he's a great talker. So it's uh, it's been a blessing being able to play with him.
0: Are we going to make sure we got a Gabe Cups Indiana jersey for this guy? Now, as he told you he's the biggest Indiana fan on the planet? Yeah, we can definitely get it done. He's, he's going to get a Mike Woodson's name painted across his chest. You're going to see him at the front row of the student section there cheering on. Are you ready for that?
2: Yeah, that'll be sweet. I, I do got to win over the fan base. The fan base, <laughs> they didn't love me for a little while. I think I can, I can flip them a little bit. I think you were there when I was uh, – with my daughter a year ago visiting. I think you are on your visit too. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it for you again, that, you know, you had a lot of schools on you uh, you're from Ohio. Um, what was it about Indiana that, that led you to choose the Hoosiers?
3: Um, mostly it was just a basketball school. Um, you know, my family has just been nothing but basketball. My dad's been a high school coach for over 20 years. So, um, you know, we've really known nothing else. And, Indiana really felt like home, you know, kind of being around that same aspect. So, um, I think Coach Woodson, his purpose for coming back to Indiana is really cool as well. Um, you know, he's a super loyal guy. And, um, you know, he takes care of the people that that are around him.
0: And there's, like, the Indiana family, right? The Indiana yeah. family. We have A.J. Guyton, who played in probably before you were born at, uh, at Indiana, does our Indiana podcast. And he's had all of these different people on. It's like there's – there's a, a familiar aspect of the, the, Hoosier, the, the, the Hoosier base that is, I don't think you get that in a lot of other places.
3: Yeah, I think, I think the fans are amazing there. And, um, you know, everybody is centered around basketball. And, um, you know, that's the center of their attention. And everybody's there to watch it. Everybody's there to, you know, cheer them on. And everybody
2: wants them to succeed. What's Indiana getting? out of you i know it's a year from now but no, for I'm those on, for I'm those, I'm those who read, read i
0: want your right. scouting report of gabe and gabe no, no, i want no. your scouting
2: report to read that's okay. good all right so go ahead. Yeah. go ahead go ahead yeah so like what, what is what indiana, is getting, indiana getting, getting from him and 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 i also want you to be honest on this what do you think each other need to do to improve before you get to college
1: first. go ahead yeah you no, go no, on like,
2: describe him first strengths okay. Okay. and then like the one area that you know, you know listen you guys are smart enough to know what each other needs to do to get better in the next, you know, whatever, eight months.
4: Oh, uh, well, I think Indiana's getting a really good basketball player, a really smart player. That's going to do everything he needs to do to help the team succeed. Um, he's not never going to back talk. The coaches, never going to get mad at uh, the coaches when they yell at him or coach him. He's a very coachable player. Um, and on the court and off the court, he's very vocal. Uh and he's a goofy guy. He's gonna be himself, always making everybody laugh. Um, and then always, like in the basketball man, uh, mind, he's gonna make the team win. Like he, he's gonna make Indiana win when he's out there on the court. Um, one forty-five straight in yeah, high school. Yeah, right? He's gonna, he's gonna make the right plays, and he's gonna um, make Indiana
2: really good. And what's okay? So what's the one thing that he needs to do before he gets to school to be ready?
4: Um, I think overall, just like. The getting like stronger and getting like, and, and both of us like maturing before we go. And uh, cause like in college, you know, the work ethic and all that is completely different than it is in high school ball and just keep working on our overall game and just keep getting into the gym.
2: What do you got?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think Kentucky's getting a, a really talented player that can score on all three levels. Um, You know, I think he's really savvy on defense when he chooses to be. Um, And I think I think he gets you hear a lot that? of you hear that what he chooses, he chooses to be I like that
2: I like <laughs> that that's the coach in right there
3: Yeah that's right <laughs> I mean I think he gets a ton of deflections a ton of steals um and I think you know he he's very he's very athletic and people a lot of people don't know it until he just takes off on people um so so they do
0: now after yesterday Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do they do now
2: That was you dunked on a on a on a big time dude yesterday didn't yeah,
4: you Yes sir, yes, sir.
2: And, and, and was that uh as good a dunk as you've had lately uh, that's probably been the best one i've had in a couple months yeah yeah i mean people like your dad was known obviously as a big time athlete i think with you it's it's more deceptive isn't it
4: yeah yeah i think dad i don't want to say this but i think dad could jump a little higher than me and uh <laughs>
2: no i think we know that i i know that i'm old enough to remember yeah
4: he could jump pretty good he
2: could jump right. what what does he need before we finish on that what what is the one other thing other than picking his spots defensively that he needs to do before he gets to the-
3: yeah I would say just that consistency on defense and that consistent effort and then also just like I would say like picking his times to go at guys and because um, you know in high school like he's their guy like he's he's going to score all the time so I think just it's always going to be an adjustment for everybody that goes to college so just finding that
0: Reed, I'm curious. We were talking about your dad a little bit. You mentioned earlier that it wasn't a lock once you got the Kentucky offer that you were going to go there. How much was – it's obviously cool that you can go to the same program that your dad played and start at, right? But there's also a little bit of pressure there. Uh, how much did that weigh in to your decision-making process? How much were you aware of it? And is that something that you think about as you're getting ready?
4: Um, it didn't occur at all, actually, when, like, I first was starting the, the process of, like, if I wanted to go there or not. That wasn't, like, the, the biggest – part of the like why I said yes at all Um, because like the whole during the whole thing even before it got started uh, mom and dad both were just like we want you to do what uh, you want to do and we're going to be by your side and we're going to give you um, encouragement and our thoughts on it all but at the end of the day it's you're going to be there for four years we're going to want you to uh, be comfortable being there and let it feel like family and then finally once I made that commitment or told dad I wanted to go to Kentucky. Then that's when I kind of started thinking about how cool that it was that mom and dad both played at Kentucky.
0: What was his reaction when you told him? Was he, was he happy? Was he excited? Was it, was there, did you guys have a moment?
4: Yeah, we did. We talked for about an hour. It was just me and dad. Uh, we were actually in a car ride coming home and I just talked to him for about an hour about it. And, you know, he, he just kind of shared his thoughts and, um, you know, he was just, and he was proud and that, Make, wanted to make sure that this is what i wanted to do um so he was he was excited
2: guys with with the whole changing landscape of college hoops so i want to get both your opinions on everything that's going on right now right you got the transfer portal you got nil now you got realignment like what's it like for you as somebody who's going in and i'm sure as both of you have followed college basketball pretty closely especially with NIL, like what's your take on all this that's going on right now?
3: Um, I mean, I think NIL, I think people should be able to, players should be able to make the money off their name. Um, you know, they've worked hard and I think that's something they deserve to do. I just hope, um, you know, it doesn't take over the game. And I mean, basketball should be the focus. Winning should be the focus. Um, you know, I don't want guys to just play the game for money. It's, it's a lot deeper than that. And I think the game deserves better than, than that.
2: Kids are, kind of making decisions now a lot of them based on nil right like especially in the transfer portal you know how much money they're offered rather than the best fit do you think you know have you talked to like teammates about that and and things and i know it's not supposed to happen with recruiting with kids coming into college i'm sure it is um but you know how, how much do you think that will will change kids and how they make their decisions
4: I think it'll I think it'll change it a lot. I think a lot of kids will go into a school looking to see how much money they can make, especially now that it's out there and all the uh, college players are like posting about what they're getting like some of the Kentucky players got horses last year and all that and that's what some people want. They want to go to college and automatically get money, get cars, get clothing and uh, so I think it'll be a big a big change in how uh, kids look at colleges but like, like Gabe said, I hope it doesn't take over and people just want to go to college and get that NIL instead of winning and playing college basketball.
2: Clothing line yet? Anything? Uh, Nothing? Either no, no, one sir, of you? No. Nothing? You don't want to do the short shorts? I definitely will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. No, no doubt. Well, you guys are both in areas. I mean, obviously you with your dad playing there, you've already got a name going there and you're in Bloomington where, like you said, it's all about hoops. So those are two places that if you play well, and that's the biggest thing. I think it's if you earn it that, you know, like for a guy that's coming in, I don't think really you should be paid coming in because I don't think you've earned it. You know? Yeah. You've earned it here. So different though. And it's based on what a ranking, you know, and, and how accurate are the, I never did rankings. So you can't yell at me for that. Thank God I stayed out of that deal, but, but it's true. Like how much you guys even pay attention? You're, you're, I don't know what you're ranked. Do you know what you're ranked right yeah. now at all? You know what you're ranked? I, I have no idea. Like, like how, how, do you how do you not pay, not pay attention, attention to I it's, it? I guess is the biggest thing. How do you stay focused and not, and not pay attention? Some guys use it as motivation.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I have an inner desire to try to be the best player that I can be, and rankings don't, don't justify that and, you know, don't push me to work harder. Um, and my dad has always told me that those, those are just opinions, and, you know, like everything else in the world, it's just an opinion. So just got to stay focused on trying to become the best me.
4: That same yeah, same thing. Like he said, parents just saying, don't worry about any of the rankings. They're all just whatever people think, and none of it matters. Uh, just stay in the gym and do what you know you can
2: do. What did when, when Cal did recruit you? What did he say your role? It's it's early, obviously. You're still a year away from going there, so it's a little bit different. But what did he say? How he envisioned you playing in in that system?
4: Well. His first thing he said to me was, he said he just wanted me to have fun. He said, this next year is going to be crazy of high school basketball. He said, you're in Kentucky. Uh, All the fans are going to come already and see you. He said, so really just have fun your last year. And we haven't talked a lot about uh, the college, like what I'm going to do yet. But he just said he wants me to just have, have fun and enjoy the process of it all. And then when high school season, next high school season gets over, We'll uh we'll come up and sit down and start talking talking mainly about Tyrese it. Tyrese
0: Maxey, Devin Booker, Tyler Hero. I'm sure I'm missing more guys. Ty 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 Ty. You have a lot of guys. That you're not the exact same players then, but none of them are the exact same player. You have all these Kentucky guards that come in that can score, that can play off the bounce. They go to the NBA. They have a great deal of success. That play a role in in your thought process?
4: Yeah, it does. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, knowing like what Coach Cal and the Kentucky staff can do to get you to the next level whether that's the nba or overseas or and they know so many people and they're gonna continue to get you better no matter what if you're there and you just listen to them and do what they say you're gonna
2: improve your overall game all right gabe how good are the hoosiers gonna be they they better be good this year because (laughs) if they're good i can get to see my daughter more you know she can't tell me not to come i can just say i'm coming for a game right so what are we thinking of the Hoosiers? Yeah, I think they could be
3: really good. Um, you know, they have a ton of potential, and I think Coach Woodson is going to make them sit down on defense. And, um, you know, I think they have the talent to score on offense. So you put those two things together, they could be a really special team. I
0: have an idea, all right? If Indiana wins the Big Ten this year or if Kentucky makes the Final Four this year, he has to do an entire show wearing your short shorts. Is that, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you
2: like it? it? I like it. You like it? Uh thanks for stopping by guys. Really appreciate it. Like I said, it's fun to watch you guys. Thank it's fun you. to watch you individually. It's fun to watch you as a team. You play the right way. Um both in Bloomington and Lexington, they're going to they're going to love watching you guys because again, you play the right way. Uh you handle yourselves the right way and and I can't wait to see you both Yes, sir. I appreciate, I appreciate it. That. Thank you, guys. For Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: That <laughs> was Reed Shepard and Gabe Cups. Uh, they were pretty good. They, they were, were good. Bad,
2: they were good. I I can't wait to you know bring. Gabe- I can't wait to see you in Gabe Cups short shorts. Me, Gabe Cups, and my daughter Did drinking drinking no. in Bloomington in, in if a Indiana year. Indiana wins the mean? Big
0: Ten. Yeah. Goodman said he will do an entire show wearing Gabe Cups short shorts. I've never. Nobody
2: been a wants bigger,
1: to see Never. Never been a bigger Indiana fan.
0: I'm, to, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I might. I might. I
1: might root for every other team.
0: <laughs> 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 Nobody. I'll, I'll root that. for
1: anybody but India. Anybody but India. All right. So
0: let's talk about this event. I, the talent level is not what I necessarily expected. There's different reasons for that, and we'll get into it. But I will tell you this: the facility, the food spread they got right over there. They have cold brew coffee on
2: tap, fellas. It's not bad. Speaking of which, setup here is That's great.
0: Oh my gosh! Hey, we're not we're not getting
2: we're not we're not getting sponsorship. No, let them see. We're not getting sponsorship. We're not getting sponsorship. Get a sponsorship. Dunkin' Donuts. Come on, let's go. Come on, Duncan. You got an iced diabetic coma. Yeah, it's a, tell them what it is. Tell them what you order from Duncan. It's a large ice mocha, extra mocha, and extra cream. It's like a milkshake. That's, that's what it lot. is. Chris every, Beard, That's a lot. Every morning, you can Chris every Beard can attest to this. How good it is. It got him through a full day at the Cham last year on, like, 30 minutes sleep. Can we talk about this game, this, this facility, Do please? Can we talk about this tournament? Yeah, no, no. Like, Anything I'm other than you, your
0: freaking iced coffee? I'm
2: with you right now on the talent level is not what it was a year ago. It's not what I'm used to at Adidas. Part of the reason is some guys were hurt. Some guys are playing overseas. Um, Stoyakovich's kid is in
1: Greece. Um you know, you know, I don't even, when Minnesota's missing on a high level. Point yeah. Bar, the yeah you can't target, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's, it's not
2: as great with high, high level yeah. top. There's not a top 10 player here. No. Right. So, no. you know, Nike generally has always had the majority of the talent. I think it's tilted even further in their favor after all the stuff that happened with, with the federal investigation. That gutted Adidas even more, changed the whole. Dynamic and the, the administration of Adidas, yeah, know, it's good players. I mean, really good players, a lot of good college players. Yeah, yeah. A lot of I mean, good college it, players it's idea, just yeah. fun to be out. Listen, the bottom line is, I came up through recruiting when T.O. was what year was that? What year were you on the circuit? Five and six, 2005. Yeah, so I was, I mean, I've been in about five years at that point. I love it. I mean, I always say, like, I miss it but there's definitely a difference in level of talent with this class. Like this 2023 class is not overpowering. Yeah, one right
0: one I was telling you guys this the other day, one longtime scout, longtime scout told me that the 2023 and 2024 classes are the worst classes that he's seen since he's been doing this. He's been doing it for 25 years.
1: And what a bad time to be a high school senior too with mm-hmm. the portal and how everything's going the extra year of eligibility. 23 and 24, not great. There still are some guys at this tournament that are going to be very good college players, three- and four-year college players that you're going to know about for a long time. But at the same time, that top-level talent. There is no Keontae George here this year. The closest thing that you're going to have is Jacoby Walter from Trey Young. That's a high-level guy. They have three or four guys that are really good. Caden Cooper's been offered by everybody, super athlete. Like There are guys here. But it's not necessarily where you have a Keontae George who's going to be a top-ten pick yeah. in the draft next year, potentially. I'll, you want to have ask a you, Julian Phillips. No. Talk to us
0: about Reed Shepard a little bit, because yeah. I know we've had conversations about it. You know
1: what? Him. I've watched Reed for two years now. Dude can score. The dude can score. I was a little apprehensive at first because Kentucky loves this dribble drive. They don't use a ball screen. They don't run a, t- a ton of down-screen stuff. Cal likes to create closeouts through penetration first. They don't use a whole lot of actions. you got to be overwhelming physically. You have to be super fast. John Wall, Derek Rose, those are his best players he's had. Those guys who can get somewhere off the dribble. Reed Shepard isn't that. He needs some actions manufactured for him. That's what I thought. The more that I've watched him throughout this tournament, he's creating a lot off the dribble. The kid's really, really good. He is a surefire top 40, top 50 player in the country this season. Now, he's going to end up staying at Kentucky for a while. You hope that he can find a niche. Cal always needs shooters, it seems. He is that dude can knock down shots at a high level. He's athletic. He, he's good shots. He's, yeah, he's got yeah, pretty good size. Yeah, he's fine. I thought he, he was. I
2: thought he didn't was. Grow. Well, he didn't he grow big. from big. last year to right, this yeah. year. Um, the, the one thing I'll say to all that is Reed Shepard, his IQ is off the charts. <gasps> off the charts. Off Absolutely. the charts. So to me, that's an area. You can always hear there is a field of 68 uh guy over there you see Another one. Archie Another Miller one. walking around looking completely lost like he's been out of the game for a he year a he has no uh, he has he no, shape. no idea he where he's he he going shape. He all he did no was go color. field the 68 and work out every day he had nothing else to do All right.
1: All right. All right. anyway um, yeah. I'm Shepherd I I the one thing I will say I'm in on him I'm in on one thing I will say 100% Yep.
0: we've seen Jamal Murray thrive. We've seen Tyler Hero thrive. We've seen Kevin Knox play really, really well. Off of those double baseline screens, bring off of those staggers, gonna put to put uh, in
2: actions like that. And I think that Reed Shepard, if he's used properly. Right. Well, that's the key. Really, that's really the key. Well, And Cal isn't a guy who's really made wholesale changes
1: to what he's done offensively. Well, he, he runs... I, I, Big on tweaks. Big on tweaks. He's a tweaker. But no, but he runs
0: very... People are going to probably jump on me for saying this, but correct me if I'm wrong. He runs very basic stuff, yeah. well, but his whole goal is so we're going to run our Kane, shit. Kane, but you can't because you got more talent. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to be able to stop us when we do what we do. And I think that if you put Reed in the same actions that you put Tyler Hero in, the same ones that you put Jamal Murray in, I think he'll be able to do very well. well what All he right.
2: can do too, the other thing that Reed can do that those guys weren't, he's not just a one-dimensional scorer. That's right. You know, like. I feel like he can make really good reads with the ball in his hands. You can play through him a lot. And, mm-hmm. and again, he can make other guys better. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. Again, so I like him a lot more is he going like to be a one-and-done?
0: like him a lot more than you like Gabe Cups. I love Gabe Cups. <laughs> I love Gabe Cups. I'm,
2: listen, I, I'm, I'm all in on Gabe Cups, just cerebral, knows how to play, will be a He's gonna need talent around. Him. Well, what's
0: funny for the people that are listening right now is Goodman was killing Gabe Cups until he found out he was going to Indiana. No, no, I, no I love him. Save the Mike. I just,
2: listen, the biggest thing for Gabe Cups is he's gonna need players around him like he has right now. Yeah. Period. Like he, he's not gonna be able to like shoulder the burden, the scoring burden. But so, what he can do he's is... Not a he's, 20, a, he's, he's not a 20-point per game. He's a really point good... He's a 11.7 assist per game. He's a
1: pure point guard yeah. going to a Big Ten where they're going to run some ball screen actions. And he's going to walk right into a situation where Xavier Johnson is going to be leaving. So he's going to have an opportunity to play right away. He's an excellent passer. He can get into the teeth of the defense. He's an athletic point guard. He can get downhill. Very good in ball screen situations. I like Gabe yeah. cups I think like he's shifty, excellent passer. Like you said, he's playing beside Reed Shepard. Cerebral guy. He Smart. knows where his guy's are Going to be, he, I think he's going to be a good player at Indiana. All he's going to be a
0: four-year guy. You mentioned Jacoby Walter. Uh, you <laughs> mentioned. I don't know if you mentioned him yet, but you love Freddie DeLeon. Oh, man. You, told him, you don't know why he's not oh, the man. number one player in I the didn't class. See that, but is I, he the new <laughs> Shaden
2: Sharp? No, well, he's. He, 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 is, is he but, is he better than Zion? He, somebody had Would him ranked like hundred. Like now, I haven't seen everybody. Obviously, we know that, but I'm looking at that kid. I don't know if you guys agree. Like, come on, he's not a, a, a hundred. Like, he's a top-50 player. He's a bucket. He can absolutely score. He can do everything. He can absolutely score. Freddie can do everything. Plays for Team Loaded, North Carolina. Uh, They ended up losing a heartbreaker the other day. Yesterday. Might have been yesterday. Yesterday, Team Loaded, loaded Virginia. Great game. And uh, not only is he big and strong, 6'5", built, but I I think he can play both spots. I think he's a true combo guard in, in the sense of the word. I, I I disagree. Okay. I disagree. What? I think I
0: think he, I think he is a scoring point part. I don't think that he isn't that, is. Isn't that a combo? He's not a combo. Is it, I don't is think, it a I scoring think, point?
2: Think, basically a combo?
0: No, no. Because a combo means you want him yeah. playing off the ball. I do. I could. I, I don't see, see him playing he's, off the no, ball. No, he, Okay, the so if to You put him games. next
1: to Gabe Cups.
0: You, you, he needs the rock in his hands. Disagree. I disagree. I, I, he,
1: well, what what I think he is, I think he's a secondary ball handler who can play without the ball too. The only problem is, is I don't think he's a pure beater for the reason that. He doesn't know how to come back and get the ball and oh, function as a. He's book, not there yet. Book. He's not there as a no, score. He's a score. Right. He's, right. he's a score only. He's a. Look, that's the reason I'm, a I'm leaning. Great more towards, score, like I'm a I'm legitimately leaning, great score. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards the combo guard thing with him. He's got good size. He's six six, yeah. long arms. Defend. He, he'll be able to defend fine. Hasn't been an emphasis here. No, but I thought but at he times he did here. Yeah. I think he showed he had, the ability
2: had, to want to guard at times. He had but two
0: really good blocks. Yeah, I mean, listen,
2: I just think he's a guy that's being recruited. Uh, not nearly as high as he should right now. I mean, like, that'll change. Well, yeah, that'll after change. With, you would put him 30 something. The- uh, Rob had him yeah. at 33 when he only had 21. Yeah, Rob had him uh, at score, You
0: know, my goal, no, my entire goal this week was to find a guy to get you to hype yeah, that's him up completely Freddie, unnecessarily. Freddie.
2: He's the guy. And the
0: problem was you saw that kid go nuts, and then I was like, ah,
2: man, my my plan. Him and the youngest McCaffrey
1: are the two guys I I love now. Jack McCaffrey. Oh, boy. Here we go. Very good player. Jacoby Walter, though. I mean, that guy's going to be very good, very talented physical specimen at the lead guard position. He's going to be really good at Baylor. He can create that initial chain of reactions that Mm. we've so much with Scott Drew. He can get into the lane, make that pitch out, and he's, then he can also big finish. Too. He's big, 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 physical guy, he's a, and that's kind of it's kind of a scouting. You, guy. Think he was like six, 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 seven? Yeah, is he that be big? Six, yeah, yeah. Here's where the scouting thing comes because when I saw him, I thought six five and a half. I thought six five. I didn't yeah. think he was that big. But yeah. That team, Trey Young, they lost their first game. Yeah. Even though they lost, it's one of the most talented teams here. I mean, you look at some of the guys yeah. on that oh, roster. Dink right. yep. Pate, a 2024 24 kid, 6'8", dribble, pass, and shoot, three-way guy. There's a lot of talent on that team. It's just sometimes talent doesn't equate to wins on the AAU circuit. But that's been a fun team to watch. Another guy for Trey Young. This Caden Cooper kid might be the best run-and-jump athlete in the class. Wow. And I, I say that because some of the things that he's been doing on the defensive end, covering ground, trail blocks, some of these things – this guy is big time athlete. I'm excited to see where he goes. Offers from everywhere: Gonzaga, UCLA, you name it. Uh, but it, he's a special athlete. I, I, I got a list of about ten guys.
0: What did you guys think of Braden Shrewsbury, Penn State commit, son of Michael Shrewsbury, Penn State head coach?
2: I haven't seen him yet. I got to see him today. He was he,
0: that kid could play. Any? Yeah, that kid could play. Who's he playing with? Uh, it was. Um, one of the teams from Indiana. I can't remember. Indiana elite. Yeah. They're so behind us. They're playing. Yeah, they're like
2: behind us, right?
1: I was
0: not. Yeah, there he is right over there. I was not, um, I was not all that impressed with their point guard, Logan Hines. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, that's also committed to Penn state, but Braden, Braden Shrewsbury Sh- Sh- is a player. Crazy is really, I've,
2: I've seen him since he was like, I don't know. When, when Mikey got to the Celtics, <laughs> when he was a young,
1: young kid. So it's kind of cool. to see.
0: I will say this. He has a much better head of hair than his dad yes,
1: does. Yes. I love how this always comes up. Mm-hmm. Hair always comes up when yeah. I'm uh sure. Jaden
2: Mustaf, kid I really like. Gerard Mustaf's son uh, plays for, for New World. Uh, Jamie Kaiser. I was about to mention him. Kid Good. who was a, a football, basketball player, I guess lost some weight and can, yeah, he likes him because you
1: know Why? Thompson's on him. No, all he can, he can do is oh, shoot he the shit it out. Of he's it. a good enough athlete. Yeah. The dude's got shoulders. Yeah. I mean, like, boy, well, looks like a football player. Yeah, physically, but he's going to be he, able to compete. I sat away. behind
0: his dad for a game yesterday, and and uh, Jamie is probably 6'6, 215, 220, and he is about half the size of his dad really, huge. <laughs> his, his dad his dad's upper body is a barrel yeah he's because you know, is he, enormous. He's an
1: athletic kid can attack the rim he's going to be able to help both sides of the ball Can play some small ball for if you needed him to because of that strength yeah uh really good player really it makes things happen off the dribble too they went a couple teams went zone against him he attacks the gaps he knows where to go pretty cerebral kid i one of my favorite players for new world
0: give me uh give me one sleeper from here and then we're going to get out of here and wrap it up you go first. Only
1: one sleep. Only one sleep. Give, give me your I know If you
0: don't go with the guy that I want you to go with.
1: I'm not going with Rob Dockery, but oh, I liked no. him a lot. No, no. Uh, your guy. St. Joe's. No, your guy. Who? Mayor oh. Wall. Oh, I love that kid. Who? Mayor Wall. Mayor Wall, College of Charleston commit. Oh, for team loaded. Team number 10? Yeah, 6'8 kid. I love uh, Great Really good. Really oh, good. Thomas get. Carr. Good hire. Yeah, really good get for them. Uh Really good shooter. Can handle a little bit off the dribble. Physically needs to mature a little bit in order to compete in that league. Still a good league, the College Charlie. Uh, my sleeper, though, Anthony Finkley from uh Kalo, Elite. Get from Philly, 6'7 and a half, 6'8-ish, but really talented, wide-body frame. Can dribble, can, can handle the ball at four or five position. Has committed to St. Joe's. I like him a lot. Uh, Dennis Parker, Rob Dockery, the loaded kids from Virginia, obviously really good. And the best passer that I've seen this year, D-Dan Thomas of Dream Vision. His dad played at UNLV. I, I saw the first game that they played here. It must have had 14 or 15 assists. He is undersized, but he's an excellent passer. Puts it on the numbers and uh, can really handle the basketball.
0: If you know what life is like on the DTF podcast on a week-by-week basis, I say give me one sleeper. T.O. spends 15 minutes talking about 18 different guys. He mentioned every single player in this gym. (laughs) Every single player at the Adidas three SSP championships is a sleeper, according to Terrence
1: Overstreet. That's right.
0: I, I will say this though. It's been it's been so funny being in South Carolina with South Carolina's own. You, I swear, I swear you are the mayor of, this state. Probably, the, sure of the state. You're the president of the state. You know everybody here. It's like, oh yeah, let's go to this spot. We're gonna go to the Dixie Pig. Oh hey, let's go over here. Here's David Ben. You, you turned. Oh, you here. turned down this down this guy, played guy played yeah. on my. Yeah. This guy played on my. This played he on my. wouldn't need. Right,
2: we walk into a great establishment. The big boy. Come on. T.O.'s in. I'm in. Roast me for. We go in this there. And what you going to roast you're too they good, they good had, for you. The place like, that you're had too good. Potatoes you're too good for it. potatoes sitting boiling oh, water. it oh, Suck it okay. off. It was it, it, it was, didn't, it, was it, didn't, it didn't
1: look terrific it looked fine but uh, was, I, I got holden. one more I got one more cuz you said South Carolina. KJ Green yeah. sent yeah. And gave card, to reach really over good home really good on a on a last second three uh 2024 kid really talented offers all over the SEC KJ Green somebody to keep an eye on going into next year Bob still maturing transferred out of South Carolina to Pace Academy in Atlanta uh, KJ Green uh, could be somebody to keep an eye on. Could be a special kid. Give me a sleep. I'm not even. Let's go. I'm
0: going. I'm going uh, Rob Dockery. Not
1: a class sleeper. of
0: 2024.
1: You're sleeping
2: on him. I'm sleeping. Why, right? Not a he, not a, not a I think he had, rank one, rank he had
0: one. He had one. He had one high major. That was from really? local school. Yeah, one high major. Right. Well, local a school. A six, six seven guy. Long arms. Great, great, great defender. Defend. Great really really guards. Gets to the basket. Can pass it to. I'm
2: going to watch some hoops. He's got a a Goodman jumper. He's going to shoot my Dunkin' Donuts and let's go. This has
0: been the crossover episode of the DTF podcast and the Goodman Hummel podcast. I'm done with Hummel. I'm trading Hummel.
2: Hummel traded.